and welcome back to the Law of Attraction Secrets podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Graziano, and today we are in Miami with a very beautiful soul, a friend of mine, someone you may know, an actor from Perfect Match, Think Like a Man, or his latest movie, Fear, epic horror film. He's also an Oscar award-winning producer and incredible human. Welcome to the show, Terence J. What an intro. Thank you so much. <laughs> How you. are you? Incredible. Thank you for coming by. Thank you so much. Wow. I'm so excited that we finally get to connect. It's been too long. It's been too long. And you, like, I think you came on the show when it was like really early stages. Yeah. It was a beautiful show. And now it's just like grown into a, a whole different thing. G- grown is an understatement. You've grown <laughs> up. It's incredible to watch your success and to watch what you've created and, and built uh, it's been amazing to watch. Thank you. Well, as for you, I mean, I literally, everywhere I turn, I'm like, he's on that billboard. He's on that bus. He's like massive in Europe. You've just like taken off. They all know you everywhere you go. Okay, tell me what you're passionate about right now. Right now, I'm, a pa- I'm passionate uh, about producing. Yes. You know, I've spent a lot of my career in front of the camera, and I love being behind the scenes right now. Uh, so I'm, I'm passionate about putting other people in positions to win and, and producing projects that can really last. Gosh, that's really cool. So do you actually prefer being on that side of the camera or do you do a bit of both? I don't like being in the hair and makeup chair and, and the wardrobe room as long anymore. So I like being behind. I like to just show up in, in hoodie and a sweatsuit really? and, and get the job done. That's yeah. amazing because you're yeah. brilliant in front of a camera. Like people love to see you. You've got a great face for it. You know what I mean? You're a... You suit that side Thank of it, you. but it's beautiful that you empower others to also go out there and achieve their dreams. My first uh, foray in, into entertainment was when I was 16 years old. Uh, and then I, I, I started off in television probably around like 22, 23. And my 40th birthday was, was this time last year. Uh, so I've been doing it a long time. So now I, I really love, you know, being... Uh, behind the scenes, but I still do both. You know, I still do both. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. I loved fear. Can we talk a little bit more about the like what that meant to you, how that was playing that role in horror? Oh, I, you know, I love horror films, and really, like over the pandemic, I think like horror became a genre that a lot of people started resonating with. Mm-hmm. Sitting at home so much, you yeah. know, just being able to escape and and watch characters, and so we made this film during the pandemic. Uh, I produced it alongside um, this incredible director, uh, producer named Dion Taylor, yeah. um, Joseph Shakora, T.I. is in the film, um, and so many other amazing actors. And uh, we just shot something that we loved, and it did really well in the box office. But it's, it, it was independently shot, independently owned, and that's what I'm all about, is, is, is you yes. know, really taking control of, of, of projects and, and of content. That's beautiful. I think really... 
then you can put your flavor on it. Yes. You can just put your stamp on it. Mm. Like, this is Terrence. This mm. is what mm. I'm going to be known for. You know, I love that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you're really in the producing side now. You're in that chair. Yeah. And you're like getting into the flow of it. So I remember when I first saw Think Like a Man. Okay. Oh my God, what a film. Thank I was you. like, it was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it's an amazing story that now... I manifested this life where I have mm. people who I used to watch on TV yeah. sitting with me yeah. on my own show, which is crazy. Do you believe in the law of attraction? I, I do. You know, the, the funny thing about that film in particular, I was hosting a television show called 106 in Park in New York City. And a friend of mine, Will Packer, was doing a table read for the film Think Like a Man. He had just uh, did a big deal with Steve Harvey to produce the film. Wow. You know, they had it set up uh, at Sony Screen Gems and, and they were gonna do this movie. So he, he, he tells me, hey, the, the table read is in three or four days. Can you show up to the table read? I said, absolutely. Bear in mind, I'm in New York City at the time. And I had no idea what a table read was. I just thought we were gonna have to go over the whole script. Yeah. So over the next like three or four days, I just took off work, flew to LA, sat in my hotel room and studied the script pretty much word for word. Wow. So I show up at the table read and I'm sitting here next to a young Kevin Hart. Here is a young Taraji P. Henson and well, Taraji's still young. I'm sitting here <laughs> next to uh, Kevin Hart, Taraji P. Henson, uh, Gabrielle Union, Megan Good, all these incredible actors that were already established. And I had no idea that during a table read, you're supposed to just read the script. So I start saying all the words without using the script. And everybody in the room was like, man. And I got the part because I over-prepared and I memorized it because wow. they were going to offer the part to somebody else. And I ended up stealing that role because I just you know, the law of attraction. I yes. wanted it so bad. So I always tell people, even if you walk into a room and you're not the most known, you're not the most talented, you might not be the best looking, you might not be the smartest, but if you prepare and you let that law of attraction come to you, amazing things can happen. That is so powerful. I love that. And you're right, because when you, okay, look, they say, if you fail to plan, you plan to, plan fail, to fail, right? Don't you love that from the Absolutely. movie? Oh my God, such a great film. But the thing about it is, and it's like with life, if you want to succeed in something, you want to attract something to you, you first got to believe it, but you've yeah. got to go into it with the right mindset. Yeah. If you go into it thinking, I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm never going to get to that place. I'm never going to be able to achieve that goal. Then guess what? You're never going to achieve that goal. Yeah. You haven't gotten to this level of success by thinking negatively. You've actually had to probably come through some hard times. Yeah, yeah. Have you, what was the worst thing that you, that you went through or something that you really pivoted from? You know, I mean, it, it started at a young age. You know, I, I never met my father. You know, I grew up in a, in a tough environment. I moved around a lot. Uh, my mom and my stepdad are incredible, but, you know, I didn't grow up with, with a bunch of money. When I got my first job in, in television, I had gotten cut. Right. I had auditioned for a bunch of things. When you audition, you get told no yeah. hundreds of times. And for the, the big job that I got, I got cut and I drove from New York to, to Atlanta to audition for the same job again before I got it. Wow. 
And what I always say is, you know, it doesn't matter if you get told no 100 times. All you need is that one yes. And that one yes can change your life. And for me, you know, any of the hardships I've been through, financial hardships, uh, family hardships, any of those things, I always know from those experiences that if you just stay focused on your goal and you don't give up and you, you know, you, you, you put something higher than you first, mm-hmm. uh, the universe will always conspire to assist you, just like in The Alchemist. It's so beautiful. What was that greater thing for you? What was the thing that you, you know, you say something higher than you? What was that? I think it's changed over time. When, when I first started, I was so, so broke and so poor. My goals were just like, I want to be able to pay my rent. I want to mm. be able to eat a nice dinner. Mm. I want to be able to, you know, I see people living this life. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to live a better life. Mm-hmm. And so it was never about some big, long-term goal. It was about what's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. That was the motivating, driving factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, you know, 20 years later, after multiple award shows, multiple movies and films and TV, the driving thing now is, is, is just the curiosity for, for what's next. Like, you have to stay curious. You have to just stay uh, connected to, 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 to what your bigger goal was in the beginning and just stay focused on it. And Do you feel like the goalpost moves? Like once you achieve a goal, like the goalpost moves. I always feel like that. I'm like, I've achieved that now. What's next? And the curiosity. Absolutely. The goalpost continues to move. And when you're successful, it's even harder because then you, 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 know, you don't have the same pressures. Yep. And that's the most dangerous place you can be. Um, but I always find inspiration from other people. Uh, I look at like somebody like LeBron James, who is as is you know been playing for such a long time. He just passed Kareem's record. He could have quit playing a long time ago. But when you look at people like that, mm-hmm. uh, who's in my age peer group, and and you say, wow, this guy is still going at an yeah. unbelievable le- level. Um, it always inspires me. There's so many people around me. Michael B. Jordan, uh, you know, I've known Mike for years, you know, and so to watch him direct uh, Creed 3, in addition to starring in it and producing, Mike inspires me a lot. There's, there's so many people that inspire me, and I think that's what keeps me going. I want to personally invite you to The Book Club, hosted by Natasha Graziano. That's me. It's every Friday, 11 a.m. Pacific, where you're going to tap into your unlimited power of your mind, where you're going to understand how to access parts of your brain you have not been using until now. I'm going to show you how to unlock the key to abundance in your life, how to turn on the tap to everything you desire. The same way that I attracted my soulmate into my life in three weeks, the same way that I went from broke, no money in the bank, hundreds of thousands in debt. I was a single mom, thought I had nothing going on in my life. I was suicidal at my worst point. And I have transformed my life into who I am today in just two and a half, three, four years. I've created the empire that I now live in and lead and help so many people all over the world, just like yourself, so that you too can go on and inspire your community. I can't wait to show you this method, these practical tools that are going to help you to unlock the life of your dreams too. And we do it all in the book club. Across the next 
next 60 days, the rollout is fire. We have celebrities coming in. We've got top coaches coming in. We've got a squad of people who are there in this community who are helping you to access those parts of your brain, helping you through the words they're preaching, the words they're speaking, the lessons we're giving out. So it's your turn to shine. It's your turn to come and receive. You give so much in your life. You're probably the person who just always is giving and giving and giving. Now it's your turn. It's your turn to sit back once a week, relax and indulge in a space that's completely for you, just for you. And whilst it's still free, hit that link below and reserve your seat at the book club. The link is below. Join now and I'll see you there. Inspiration. You're right. Because you know what? I was, I was looking at this today. It's like an equation, right? Without a why, without inspiration, without something bigger, greater than you yeah. to focus on, you have no will. Without will, you have no drive and motivation, which equals momentum. Yep. What's momentum? Success. Like when you're, you know, when you're on a flow, you started winning. You started winning. You got this award, this award, and then suddenly you get an Oscar. What did that feel like? You know, being a part, uh, uh, I was an executive producer on an Oscar, an, an Academy Award winning, winning film, and it was, it was beautiful. What I learned from that lesson was there were so many things that I wish I won an award for, that I tried to win an award for. For that... I was part of a project that won it when I wasn't even thinking that it could happen. Wow. And sometimes you, you, you put these things in your head and you drive towards this goalpost, but it's, it's really the journey and it's really the hard work and it's really being passionate about things. And then when all those things come, then sometimes you get the reward that you wanted, right? Because an Oscar is a trophy. It's, it's, it's a reward for, for putting in work. And I'm just, I'm happy that I was, was part of that, uh, you know, a, a film that was able to do that. Wow. What an amazing achievement. I think mm -hmm. if I was in that world, you know, that would be, that's the creme de la yeah, creme. Yeah, it is. That's like the place you want to get to and you did it. Yeah. So now when you look to inspiration, do you have a certain ritual? Do you have something that you do to get that inspiration? Or do you just look outside and like, where does it come from? No, you, you know, you wake up sometimes and you look on Instagram and, and you're like, wow, this person is kicking my ass right now, right? <laughs> yeah, like, no. You know, when, when, I, when I look at you, when we meet three years ago, yeah. right? And you were just, I believe, building yeah. your podcast. Yeah. You were just kind of building this conglomerate that you've been building, right? And I don't know how many followers you had at the time. I know now you got, what, 13, 14 million that you've built, right? And, and it's like, if that doesn't motivate anybody yeah. to get out of bed, yeah. right? Because putting in the work that you've done over the last three, four, five years... Yes is now setting you up for the rest of your life. Yes. You'll be able to talk on stages, you'll be able to write books, you'll be able to produce for the rest of your life because of the work that you put in and the focus that you put in and the drive that you have for a certain amount of time. And so I, I always tell people like, like, look, you gotta just wake up and go get it, you know? Mm -hmm. And even when you go get it, then you'll get lazy, you'll fall back, and then you'll wake up one day, you'll be like, oh, I got to wake back up and get it again. And, it, you know, momentum. it's it, 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 momentum. It, you just continue to go after it. We have 75 years on this earth if we're lucky. You know, hopefully we can get to 100. But within that, that point of, of, of that frame of time, 
it's we're here to create. We're here to do beautiful things. We're here to inspire others. We're here to hopefully make the world a better place than when we came into it. And and you know that's what I wake up with the the energy of trying to do is is trying to leave a mark and do something do something great. That's very important. Leaving a mark on planet Earth, leaving a legacy that after you're gone, like people are gonna watch you or watch your productions, watch what you've done in your life, whether you're an actor or not, they're gonna watch your movie that you created. Like we are an actor in our own movie. Yeah. I believe every day we choose our character and we write our script. Absolutely. You know something I used to do when I was young? I used to write out scripting. So I would write down who I wanted to be. So when I was in my hardest times, when I was like a younger single mom, really struggling, mm -hmm. I would write down, <clears throat> Natasha became this like amazing XYZ. She did this, she achieved this, she bought this house. I wrote this whole story. You know, I like scripted it out. I decided I'm gonna choose who I wanna play. This is my movie and my life. And I'm gonna design my character and I'm gonna learn that script, no different to an actor. Yeah. And it, I guess it works. You manifested it. Yeah. You designed your life you design mm -hmm. your reality mm -hmm. and when especially when you write it down especially when you take the time to craft it out in the way you did the the universe wants to help you it want the universe is waiting around like who's next <laughs> yeah, right literally. there's plenty for everybody yes and it's just taking that first step and i'm, I'm so proud that's that's incredible i didn't that's amazing love, that's amazing thank you so much love thank you no to be honest how i see it is like you just said, the universe is conspiring for you. It wants to be there for you. Not so many people, they don't realize this. They're like, they have a competitive mentality or they don't realize there's enough for everyone or you've got to get out and get up. Yeah. You've just got to decide, you just got to choose and wake up and say, hey, today is my day and I'm going to go and do this. And, and like, you can't make any more excuses because guess what? When you make an excuse, you stay down here and everyone just climbs over you. Like, hey, you okay? And they carry on. They're not paying your bills. Yeah. They're going to keep on moving and you're going to be stuck down there. Like you have to get back up when you feel that drive, when you feel that inspiration. Yesterday I was sitting down. I was writing all my new chapters from my book. I'm writing my next book. Okay. And I was going through it and I got to this one chapter and it said, when you feel inspired, make the call. And someone popped to my mind who I'm working with right on this project. I hadn't spoken to him in like three months and we were gonna like revamp the project and make it happen. It's a Sunday night when I was thinking about this, it was 9.30 and I was like, oh God, he'll be asleep. It's mm. rude to call someone to say, no. As I'm writing it, I'm feeling inspired to go call him. Yep. So I pick up the phone, make I call the him, call. done. We have a 35 minute amazing phone call the next day on the Monday morning, literally this week. We put everything we spoke about into action. That is the universe giving you prompts. The yes. universe is literally saying, hey, here's a little prompt, here's a little prompt, take it. And if you don't listen, it gives you less and less and less signs until you start to listen, right? Do you and get you, this? In, in addition to that, you don't quit, yes. right? One thing about, and, and I'm, I'm giving you your flowers. For Natasha, how many times did you try to set this up, right? Multiple, you are dogmatic in getting something done. And I can only imagine the amount and the volume of people that you're reaching out to on a daily basis because today you're setting up your next interview for three weeks from now, right? Yeah. And sometimes, especially when people are busy, it takes hitting them three or four times. And a lot of times people have ego 
And when you have ego, you might want to be the, the top executive at your accounting firm or at your architect firm or the best doctor. But a lot of times you might ask for that promotion or you might go after that new class. And as soon as you get told no, you are like, okay, this is not for me, right? When you remove that ego and you know that, hey, whatever you design in your life is for you and you keep going after it, Love you it. will get it. And you, you hit me four times like, hey, we're doing this interview. And then to the point I had to write in my notepad on my phone, uh, like at, on, on my to-do list, your name was on there to do this interview. And it was, I don't know when we're going to do it. Whenever we're in the same, I am going. It, so then your priorities then became other people's priorities. Wow. Right? Because when you speak something into existence, existence. with such passion, other people get motivated to call that. I'm like, okay, I work for her now. We're, <laughs> when are we doing this thing? All right. Yeah, this and, is and, and that's how it is. And you just cannot, you know, and that's how I, I like to approach whenever I want somebody for one of my projects, for one of my scripts. If it's an actor, if I want you in my thing, I'm going to call you 30 times to the point where you're like, okay, I got to read this thing. <laughs> that's amazing. I got to read this yes. so that at least I can know what I'm, you know, saying yes, yes or no to. And it's, it's just that dogmatic approach uh, that will get you anywhere that you want in this thing called life. I love that. More power. I love yeah. the way that you put that together. You're right. I did. Yeah. I hit you up. I was like, we're doing this. Like, this yeah. is happening. We're just yeah. like, we're doing round two in person. Yeah. We're making this shit happen. Okay, so you know what this comes down to? If you don't get in the front door, then go in the side door. If you don't get in the side door, go in the back door. If you don't get in the back door, come in the fucking chimney. Yep. That is it. That's it. You've got to find your way in. You've got to do whatever you've got to do to get to where you want to be. Yeah. And it's amazing the things that happen to you when you are relentless and you believe you can do it. And if you are genuinely offering value in people's lives, mm. like, you know, your movies, you're offering value in people's lives. It's going to be an amazing production. It's going to be something so fun. Mm. The actor that you want, when you hit them up that 30 times, when they finally say, yeah, and they're sitting there with their Oscar at the end of it, they're going to yeah. go, T, thank you. <laughs> like, thank you for making me, like, answer the phone. Yeah, Because yeah. everyone has their own lives. Everyone's busy. Everyone has, like, so many things going on. But when you truly go after something and you just beeline it you believe that you can have it more than anything it's for you absolutely you know and look people in life will have excuses yes and there'll also be things in life that that may not be achievable in certain ways right like genetically i'm not six foot whatever i may ne I, i'll never make it to the nba right however there everybody in the front office Everybody that's part of the marketing for a team, everybody that's part of the general management gets a ring if a team wins a championship, not just the players on the court. So you got to focus after what you're passionate about, mm. even if there are things in life that you may feel genetically, economically, geographically hold you back from whatever it is that you are. Whatever that handicap in, in life may be and whatever that obstacle in your brain may be, there's still ways to achieve what you're passionate about no matter what. You just have to find you know, what, what, what your path to that is. Off of that, what would you tell your younger self? So like for you now with that advice, someone's listening like, fuck, I really, I'm going to do this. 
But what if they're going through a challenge and a struggle right now? Like, what would you tell your younger self who was in that place, who was like wanting to come through but didn't believe in themselves? Maybe they had imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like, what would you tell that person? I think a lot of times we believe life is linear and Mm. it's not. You know, I think we believe A equals B and B equals C and C equals D and and that there's a path, you know, that's a linear path. You know, you look at some career paths like, you know, the, the law uh, uh, profession, right? And or or being a doctor, you yes. have to go to these classes mm-hmm. and then these mm-hmm. classes. You have to pass this bar mm-hmm. or this exam, and then it equals this, mm-hmm. and you get this practice mm-hmm. or this. So it's 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 a linear, linear. thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so there are linear paths, so to speak, with things outside of linear career paths. Mm-hmm. For a lot of us, it can be all over the place, and when you get hit down. And when you get told no, and when you go down, when you go after your path, and then something deters you from your path, or life deters you from your path, and you get that phone call, and your, your, your mother has an illness, and now you have to veer off your path you got into a car accident and now you physically have to heal you're you're now off that path you've been rejected or fired from your you've been heartbroken whatever it is now you're off your path and what i would tell my young self is for any of those things that happen is to be patient Mm -hmm. to to be kind to yourself Mm -hmm. uh we live in a world right now especially with social media that makes us wake up in the morning and believe that every single person around us is living a better life, right? We can now look and see Puff Daddy on a jet and say, oh my God, I'll never get there, right? We can, we can look at so many things and that can be painful for people and that can, that can deter you, right? And what I'll just say is just be kind, be patient, don't let the the distractions or the hindrances stop you from going after what it is. Um, focus and go after it every day, but also be kind to yourself because life this life is hard, you know, and and things happen. And so, on your journey to success, remember it's also the destination, not just some landmark at the end. And have fun, you know, the, the, the whole way on that journey. Wow, that is powerful advice. Really, actually, appreciation of the journey and not like setting yourself up to fail. But if you do, it's also okay. And being appreciative. The other day, I woke up and I was like, I wrote down on my whiteboard. I have a whiteboard when I when I do my coaching, and I was like, celebrate me. And I realized, like, it just like I was inspired to write it. You have to celebrate yourself. If you don't celebrate you, it's a bit like love. If you don't love yourself, how is anyone else going to love you? If you don't celebrate yourself first, how is anybody else going to love you? You have to celebrate yourself so that you then get more things to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And other people will then want to celebrate you. It's like the way that you and I are talking about celebrating each other's wins. It's so exciting. It's like when I watch you, I'm like, oh my God, I want to celebrate this with you. I'm so happy for you. It's so exciting that you've, you know, achieved all these amazing things in such a short space of time. It's like an incredible thing. Celebration. Do you have any morning rituals, maybe an evening ritual? I'd say probably more the morning is like the big strong one that you do to set yourself up to win. 
uh, it's funny when you sent that question over. I was like, "What do I do in the morning?" Because I, I, <laughs> I, I'd be lying. You know, I think social media has become everybody's newspaper, yeah. right? So I think all of us spend more time seeing what's going on than we, than we should. Uh, for me, I always making my bed is is very important for me, yes. right? Whenever I wake up. I always make my bed. Uh, that does a few things. One, it reminds me not to get back in it, mm -hmm. right? It's already made. I'm not dozing off. I'm not jumping back in to go back to sleep. I'm up. This yeah. Today is happening whether I like it or <laughs> so not, right? Uh, two is that sense of accomplishment, right? No matter what, I've already done something. I've already, I've already set myself up by making my bed that I've already accomplished my first victory of the day. And it also going into the third for me is just an appreciation that I woke up this morning. Right. And every morning that we wake up, every morning that we have oxygen in our breaths, I like to say, you know, a lot of people pray before they go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I always kind of like to acknowledge God and, and, and say oh, yeah. thank you so much when I wake up because I know that uh, that it, it's not to be taken for granted. Mm -hmm. Right. Any every single day that we have is is precious. And yeah, so that's my morning wish ritual is just appreciation, grab some water and make my bed and, you know, brush my teeth and go kill the world. Love that. That's so powerful. Yeah. Morning rituals are everything, like yeah. how we start our day. I find if I don't go outside after doing, I have a very similar ritual to yours. I do gratitude, uh, meditation in bed, yeah. say thanks to God, to the world. I'm just like, you know, in that state yeah. of a flow appreciation to put my music on. Now, if I don't go outside, Within the first two hours of my day, my day is considerably worse than mm, when I do. But mm. that's because of the sunlight. And they say that sunlight improves your immunity. It helps um, regulate the circadian rhythm and wow. you sleep better, etc. So there's so many sciences behind it and studies to show that fresh air and sunlight is really important. But I do believe that that sets you up to either win or lose. How you start mm -hmm. your day is mm -hmm. everything. And I ask everyone this because, first of all, I want to learn if there's anything I'm missing. Like, okay, I like that. I like, you know, the craziest things you hear. But sometimes you actually, when I ask people, you find that they've had a ritual they've been doing for 15 years. Like mm -hmm. the same thing over and over and over are you someone who likes routine or are you just like oh, i love routine i love to yes. get myself into a routine uh the i, I travel a lot i travel yeah. a lot more now than i ever used to mm. and especially when you're doing you know overseas travel it's hard to stick to the same routine your jet lag your time's off yes. but the more i can put routine into my life and the more i can plan in advance on stretches of time where I know I can stay consistent, uh, the, the more I'm able to execute and get things done. I love that. Okay, so do you have any rituals that you do when you want something? So let's say you want it, right? I would get a vision board out and I'll start sticking up pictures of everything that I want to do with it. And then I go back to my scripting and I write it out. I'm like, Natasha did this, she traveled to this place, she made this particular thing happen. I said it in time and space because I always say the universe is a mathematician. Like it listens to you. It wants numbers and specificity. And I love the vision board because I love to learn visually and I love to see things visually. It helps me to really penetrate my subconscious mind by walking past it. Do you have any things that you do or do you just 
get into it? Are you already in that flow? Are you just already? I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, unfortunately, my brain never turns off. So I'm on a 365, <laughs> you know, on my day off, you know, there's always some part of it that's thinking towards mm-hmm. whatever the next macro goal is at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I've tried to do now is really set my yearly goals, right? I, yeah. I, I set a yearly calendar for these are the things that I want to accomplish, the small and the big things, right? Yeah. This is, these are the amount of films I want to do this year. These are the amount of, do I want to do a TV show this year? Do I not want to do? Like, so I kind of set the tone for the year. Mm. And what I've, what I've really done now is really try to put time into my life and my schedule for my family and for myself. Mm. I spent my entire 20s and most of my 30s just very selfishly going after things that I wanted. And for me now, as in addition to anything work-related, still uh, pales into comparison to the fact that I still have, you know, my mom and my dad a lot and I want to spend time with my family. I try to call them more. I try to tell my loved ones that I love them more. Uh, I've really kind of recalibrated what's important to me. And, and that is, you know, wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. Really scheduling time with the family, scheduling time with loved ones, travel, things that you want to do. You're right. When we allow life to just take over, it will take over. It's like a train. It will just keep going, particularly when you're people like you and me and we just like beeline what we want and just do it. You have to schedule time into it. I love that. That's such beautiful words of wisdom. When you just decide, actually this year, I'm going to make time for me. And you're at that place where you can. You're like, you know what? You know, I live between these beautiful cities and I actually want to do this and I want to do this this year and I'm going to make sure it happens. I put in time with my son, so I like schedule it into my agenda and I'm like, this is a non-negotiable. It's happening. And then, you know, if I have to move it, it moves by a day, whatever, but I will make sure those things happen now. But scheduling is something that's really powerful. Very, very important. Very important to prioritize uh, your, you know, your life and to know that work and I mean, one of the reasons why I love spending time in Europe so much now is because yeah. the the work life balance is is so you know yeah. it, I mean you're I you're from London yeah. you know and and you know they really spend time they what is it uh, I mean there's at the end of the day you're really with family whereas in America our whole mentality is we work twenty four seven and and so which is why I love it so yeah I'm yeah like you're you're, you're yeah I'm like, so I'm oh I'm more God. on like Going on really. The yeah, really. Oh, yeah, no, at five, it's like they take siestas. Not in yeah. London, but in Europe. Yeah, siesta, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. you have a siesta. Like, that's normal. Like, you all have dinner at like six. Like, it's a different schedule. I'm not surprised they haven't, like, I'm surprised they haven't taken the working week down to four days over there yet. I'm like, surprised. <laughs> I feel like they kind of. Yeah, it's borderline, isn't it? It's a completely different vibe. But you know what? It's also colder. So if you think about it, it's darker earlier. Yeah. And so you, you work in the light and then the dark, you kind of wind down. It feels like over there, I remember living in London, I wanted to get offline at like four o'clock yeah. and it was, you know, the reverse. So for me, it was like, I've got to get to America because I love, I need to like be where I am and what I'm doing. But I'm, I'm so much more productive when I take 
time away from trying to be productive if that wow, makes sense it makes perfect because because when i'm when i'm gone then i'm creative and i'm thinking and then when i land back i, I landed back from paris this morning Hang right and, okay. and so now i i know the project i know every like it's now it's all mapped out so now i can just block off and say hey from april 1st to april 15th this is exactly what we're doing and and it's it's become easier for me to really execute projects that i want as opposed to waking up 365 and trying to hustle into a million mm. things now i'm able to really streamline and do more quality work than do you know a quantitative uh, amount of work Quality is everything. When you think about what you put in, we've always got to work smart, not hard. I think you're right there. You know, you want to decide what you want to do. But being the master of your life and architecting it, the way you're talking, this takes skill. Like, you've got you've to get yeah, to this yeah, place, right? <laughs> you're like at the point where you're like, you know, it's so much easier. Okay, let's go to the person who's watching you now and they're like a young, you know, budding entrepreneur, actor, producer, somebody who's just coming out and they really want to get to that place. What are three tips that you would tell them of how to set themselves up for a successful but happy life? Okay, um, I'll start with the career tip. Uh, one is to be very specific, right? I think 20 years ago, you could approach things and be general, mm -hmm. meaning if you wanted to be a television host, mm -hmm. you could be very general at it, right? There was a point where I would wake up and I, I, I remember one year I hosted Miss USA and I hosted a basketball show on TNT. I hosted a music countdown show and I hosted, right? So you're kind of general. Yeah. Now things have become more specific. Yeah. Now you can be a golf video game expert right you <laughs> very can be specific. very uh -huh. i am the best online golf person yeah. right <laughs> and you can build a career off of that specificity i love mm. sneakers i know everything about mm. sneakers i'm this now i'm hosting there's a multitude of you know things that are focused exactly on what you're passionate about right so my first thing would be to be very specific and, mm -hmm. and to follow what, you're, what you love and what you're passionate about, right? You can't please everybody. You can't serve. You, you have to, to do what you love, right? So that would be my first piece of advice. Uh, number two, um, love yourself. The world is colder and harsher than it's ever been. Bullying is more relevant and more cynical than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. We look online and people, you know, there, there's a lot of, unfortunately, there's a, there's a lot more access to uh, things that might make you feel bad. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important to, to know that all of us are blessed. All of us uh, have genius level ability. Mm -hmm. All of us are special. And wow. if you're in a position where you don't feel like you're being loved, it's, it's, it's just to, to, to really hone into self-love, right? And then my last one on the third one is to, to just never give up, you know? Like, no matter what comes your way, no matter what obstacles, it's just to, to, to never give up on life, you know? And that's personal and that's business, is to just never give up. 
You can't give up. Giving up is the worst thing. I remember giving up so many times and just sitting there thinking when I was in such dark places, like I've just gotten to such a bad low. I was in hundreds of thousands of debt. I had an illness I was trying to overcome, trying to be a mom. And I was like, I just want to be a role model to my kid. Like, I just want to be a role model to him. I want to be a role model to him and someone else in the world. And I just kept giving up. But then one day there came a point and I just saw a glimmer of light. And it was for one minute. It was like a glimmer of hope. And then I, the next day I saw that hope again. And I tried to stretch it out to last a minute longer than a minute. And then the next day it lasted for a day. And then I started to lean into this practice, like I was saying, of scripting, where I was like writing out everything that I wanted to achieve, everything that I wanted to become. And soon enough, my life started to change and shift. Never giving up is so important. But self-love, you just said that so beautifully. I'd love to unpack that. Self-love is so important because without self-love, we do not know our worth. And then relationships start to go wrong. You start to attract somebody who treats you badly and you point the finger and you say you're the problem but actually look at this one two three fingers are pointing back at me who's the problem i'm the problem if you do not set your worth and your boundaries and your love for yourself then somebody else is just going to walk all over you because they don't know your worth right self-love what do you feel about self-love you spoke about it a minute ago you know you 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 look online right there could be 10 people that say, oh my God, you're great. One comment, yep. one person that says, you know, your show is horrible, your track, whatever. That one comment will stick with you. That one comment will get under your skin. It'll be because we as human, we, we are programmed to uh, want to be, want to have approval from others. Yep. We're programmed as social creatures to look for affection, look for love. Yeah. So when we get told that we're, we're horrible, right, that can really get under your skin mm -hmm. and, and affect you in so many ways. Uh, and whenever you put yourself out there, whenever you try to do something great, People who haven't been able to accomplish something great, people who have been knocked off their path of greatness will always try to tell you that you can't go on your path of greatness, yes. right? And so what I've learned with self-love is that as I'm dealing with other people is that I got to know that I, I, I love my... When I walk into a room, I know I love myself, right? I know if nobody else in this room messes with me, I know I'm good with me in my own skin. I know who I am. I know when I wake up in the morning and I hold my head high. And so when I go into any meeting, when I go into any setting, I don't need to uh, operate off of the approval of others mm. because I know that I love myself and I know that I respect myself and I know that I don't need anybody else to be okay. And as soon as you're able to understand that as soon as you're able to understand and and get out of the way of approval of others that is when you will truly find happiness in any room uh that you walk into that is so touching i hope someone here today is feeling that and if you are you can repost this to your friends somebody needs to hear that message today you know i always say when we watch things when we listen to things when we read things it's a different message for everyone. Something stands out for every person. Like, that's for me. Yeah. That bit right there, like this bit right here is going to be for someone 
the bit you said before is going to be for somebody else. You have no idea the lives you can touch and empower from things that you say and things that you do. That's why I love this show. I love it. <laughs> because it inspires so many people to go and be better. And all that light that you are reaching is coming back to you. And by the way, that's the same for anyone who's listening right now. If you are helping somebody in your day, I call it my candle effect. Every day you get a choice. Whether you're going to light somebody's candle or whether you're going to blow it out. I like that. So you get a choice of whether you are going to be in a bad mood and go to a restaurant and be rude to a waitress. And then she is going to go home and delight her husband's candle. And then he's going to go to work and delight his employee's candle. The butterfly boom, effect. Boom, 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 the butterfly effect. You get it. The other way is that we get a choice. We can go out and light somebody's candle. Be nice to a stranger. I can smile at somebody. I could do a kind deed, a kind gesture, donate, do something that lights their candle. And guess what? They then go home and light their spouse's candle, their spouse lights their children's candle. And you light up the whole world in just one gesture. I believe that. I believe that. I, I go out every day, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, I just, I just smiled at someone. They saw me today. Like I was walking on the beach today. And I was like, I, three days ago, I was walking on the beach and I smiled at this one lady. I remember her because I remember her not smiling back. And that's unusual. Strangers usually will smile back, I feel. People are kind. And she, stern face. Then I saw her again yesterday. I smiled and she kind of looked away. Today I walked, I smiled at her. She nervously smiled back. And I knew it. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I was like, I've lit her candle, finally. Her candle's been so unlit for so long. Now it's been lit. She's going to go and light somebody else's candle. And then they're going to go. And all that light comes back to you. And it sticks. Mm -hmm. You know, if you see a, a, a young man doing a good deed and you, every time I see you, you know, you look 